Welcome to another episode of The Jasmine Tea, where we give you piping hot commentary on your favorite blackity black shows. I'm your host, Jasmine, and today I'll be recapping Insecure Season 5, Episode 3, with this loyal member of the Lawrence Hive over here, Jason. Say hello to the people, Jason. What's going on, y'all? Uh, my name is Jason. Like she said, I am the third vice president of the Lawrence Hive. <laughs> and uh, like I said, we stay live, so... Let's go. <laughs> Third vice president. Okay. We're going to go ahead and get started um, with our first segment called What's Been Brewing. And that is simply what Black Twitter has been saying about Insecure. What have they been thinking about the cast and the storyline thus far? So the first thing we want to give a shout out to is Issa choosing herself and having peace. Um, were you surprised that she broke up with Lawrence? I wasn't surprised because uh, previous previous like shows have shown us that she isn't really like she's kind of childish, so you know she can't she can't she can't put on her big girl draws and you know be a big girl and and learn how to live with the things that happen from the consequences that she started. So, but I mean I, I wasn't surprised because she's she's childish. Now, wow, I didn't know you was gonna bring this much hateration to this dancery, but okay. Um, now how, how is Issa the one being childish in this situation? She doesn't, she's choosing not to deal with the consequences of Lawrence's actions now that he has become a father. Okay. I can understand that. But the thing is, is that it's like, it's not like it was something that he hid from her. It's not like it was something that he tried to cover up. He came to her as a man and asked her, did she want to be involved with it? And, um, she chose not to at be at that point. Well, at that point, she chose to be because, like, she, I guess she was around because what happened? That was what? I'm, I'm trying to see, trying to get the timelines right. But I guess after she came back from Stanford or whatnot, um, she just kind of broke up with the guy out of nowhere. I mean, I guess, you know, feelings can change at times. But that's what I say about being childish and not being able to, you know, accept the responsibilities, you know. Oh, you sound hurt. You sound hurt. He tried. He tried to. He <laughs> tried to. He tried. To, you know what I'm saying, include her in it. He didn't just try to, like, leave. You know, he tried to include her in it, he, you know. So, I mean, she had the choice, and she and started she, one way, and she changed her mind. She just chose not to be involved. He was definitely upfront with it, which one can appreciate, but that still don't mean she got to be involved in it. So, she just decided to move on. And the internet... And she doesn't... She doesn't... <laughs> she doesn't... She doesn't have to be involved in it, but I think, like... But you were like a hundred percent into it, and then out of nowhere, it just kind of. It ain't no out of nowhere. That's a whole baby. That's a whole baby. <laughs> no, no, no. She was a hundred percent into it after he told her. After he told her, he she was still into it. She was still down because like she had to be if he was picking up from the airport. Nah. So, nah. So it's like then out of nowhere, she just kind of changed her mind. I just would appreciate it the more she had just said it then, then to lead on like she was fine with it because apparently that's always lingering in the back of her mind. So you know. Mm, okay. Our second What's Been Brewing moment is Miss Christina Elmore, who is the actress that plays Condola. We're just happy to see that she is out here being gorgeous and in her bag. She gets a lot of flack for being Condola. Do you think she tired of it? Do you think she tired of us? Nah. Nah. I mean, I don't think so because she, she makes... She makes you know, she makes jokes about Condola herself. Like Condola is just, it's just, it's allegedly just a character <laughs> that she plays. So I don't, 
I don't, I don't, I, I've never seen anything wrong with Condola. I see a lot of people talk about her, call her all kind of different names besides hers, but uh, I never had a problem with her. I think she's a great per person. Okay, all right, all right. Um, Condola's not so bad. She just can't, she's just a villain. I think that's all. She's just a villain. The whole insecure squad. <laughs> The majority of the insecure squad, I'll say, was like rooting for Lawrence and Issa to get back together. I don't really want them to get back together, but I know that's what the majority of the group wanted. And then Condola just came in and fucked that up. So that's why, you know, she's the villain. Um, I see I see that point. But my, my, my whole thing about it was that Lawrence should have never went back to Issa in the first place. I never wanted to see them back together either. Like, because once it's over, it's over. It's like, why go back and do any of that? So like, it's kind of like it just I, I don't think he should have went back in the first place. Yeah, I think they need to let each other go. Um, but Miss Christina Elmore is bad. Our last what's been brewing moment is just a shout out to Derek. Um, we see him a little bit more in this episode, talking to Lawrence and things, helping him figure stuff out. Um, and I want to know, do you feel like he's the Kelly of the me and friend group like Kelly not in the literal sense but you know how she's kind of like the side character I saw your face she's kind of like the side character um they kind of provides that comedic relief we don't know too much about her we don't know too much about Derek he's usually just around saying something funny when they're having a problem I would absolutely not call Derek the Kelly of the friends I would call Derek the Tiffany of the friends I would call Chad the Kelly of the friends Chad is definitely the Kelly of the friend because he's funny. Like you said, we don't know much about him. He's always screwing up. He can't keep a can't keep a girl. Like and he said, and he comes in, he says his lines, it makes us laugh, and he out. <laughs> so it's just like that'll call him the Kelly of the guys. Okay, cool. Well, we are thankful that he exists and he was able to talk to Lawrence this episode so we can dive more on into that with our piping hot moments. These are three moments, three things that made this episode stand out, made it unique, got our attention. Um, and the first one is going to be the overall um, seemingly agreeance amongst the culture, or at least probably everybody not in the Lawrence Hive, um, is <laughs> Buck Boyery, all right, in this episode. From him finding out, now these are the reasons that I've come to this conclusion here. This is what the people saying. Um, from him finding out that he was having the baby via text, giving the baby, uh, what was that, icing or whatever he gave it. Um, and then choosing, people are mad that he chose to even go to San Francisco in the first place to take the job. So that's why it's like this overall feeling that Lawrence is a fuckboy. Now, in response to that member of the hive, how do you feel? How is he a fuckboy for taking a job in San Francisco? I mean, he was going to take the job anyway. Did he? You? I mean, do y'all feel like he should have not taken the job because the girl got pregnant? I mean, oh I just, no, it's not even the y'all. Like, it's not. I feel like Lawrence is a fuckboy sometimes, but I also don't think the women in the story have been perfect either. You know, like it's fuck girls out here. Um, I can't even really blame him too much for taking the job. I do think taking the job without a plan for how, you know, he could be there with Condola and the baby or what support looked like. Like when he took, when it seems like when he took the job, him and Condola were on the outs. So they weren't really talking mm -hmm. away. And so it kind of led him to make a more selfish decision. Um, but now, as we see by the end of the episode, they realize I'm like, this not going to work. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely realize that it's not going to work. But I, I, I just, I, I mean, he has some fuckboy tendencies. But like, if you put him on a scale, man, he's more of a, he's more of a good guy than a bad guy. I mean, he does have fuckboy tendencies. As, as every, I mean, I, I don't know any perfect guy that just doesn't have any type of fuckboy tendencies that y'all call it. But I mean, I'm just being honest. <laughs> but um, even myself. But. The thing is, you got to try just to be a good person. You know, I think what he tries to do is he tries to be a good person. And then, and then some of those times it comes off as being like a fuck boy because he has those tendencies. Like, it's just, it's just something in the back of him. He's not I don't think he intentionally tries to do it. All his things are like he's trying to do right. But it just he just doesn't go about it the right way. Yeah, I can't say Lawrence does try more than people would assume a dude would. Um, and he is, it seems like he's having this moment of realization, even for himself, like this isn't even going to work for me. It's not that like he's not trying to be in the baby's life. The issue mm-hmm. seems to be the fact that him and Condola didn't really work through anything when they broke up and then kind of just got thrust right into having to figure out what co-parenting looks like at the same time. Hopefully yeah. they can resolve whatever's going on within them and figure it out. Hopefully... Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I mean, it seemed like they want to try. Like, they did at least talk after he had his little scary airplane moment or whatever. But Elijah Mustafa is here. What do you think of the baby's name? Um, Lawrence, there was a moment where Lawrence said that Condola was tripping about um, giving the baby his last name. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think I speak for myself, the Lawrence Hive and Lawrence, when I say that that name is absolutely stupid. I'm not, I don't, I don't absolutely, I don't care if it was your grandfather's name, but at the same time, he doesn't, he, he wasn't there. So he doesn't have a choice in what the baby's name was. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a stupid name, but at the same time, you have to look at it. You weren't there, so you can't really make that call. And, uh, giving him the last name, be honest, which I think that's I think she I think she's just trying to make sure that the child support payments come on time. <laughs> the child support payments can come on time no matter what the baby's last name is. <laughs> well, well, it's gonna be easier to get the child support if the last names match. Okay. All right. Um I also think Condola would probably be fine. She I think she'd be fine without Lawrence's child support payment checks she told him that's another thing too so she told him um when she found out she was pregnant and you know his reaction or whatever that he could be as involved as little or as much as he want to be basically you know like let him know i'm gonna do this with or without you um and now we see her like struggling through it both of them kind of struggling through it um but her more so simply because she got the baby like it's physically there with her um so do you think that she should be a bit more considerate of Lawrence trying to come in and play a role. Um, how you feeling about Condola or watching her go through motherhood so far? Okay, so um, I should have said this earlier. Let me reference this. I don't have any children, so all of my opinions <laughs> are completely opinions. I have, <laughs> yeah. I've never been in any of these situations, but um, I kind of... Even though I'm Lawrence Hive, I kind of stand with Condola. I mean, she has the baby. Like, she kind of, she has the baby. So it's like, she kind of can make the rules and she kind of ha- does have the, uh, the overage in it. And it's like, if you're going to be, if you're going to allow 
if you want to be in that child's life, you're going to have to do like, you're going to have to come to some type of compromise with the mom because that's who has the child. And a lot of the things that he was, uh, you know, fussing back about, it's kind of like, yeah, well, it's not really, you can't, like the icing situation. It's like, well, you can't really fuss back with her about that. I mean, she got the baby all the time. She can, if she wants to introduce him to food at a certain point, they got to talk more. They got to talk more. And that's, that's on Lawrence. That's on Lawrence. Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough watching her, um, let's see, adjust, I guess, to motherhood. Um, Lawrence has been acting really entitled to me throughout the episode. Like, it seems like he felt like he... Now, I do feel like he should have had some say in the baby name, but it doesn't seem like they've been talking, like, at all. Like, it don't seem like he came to any doctor's visits or brought her ice cream or none of that. Um, so I get it that she's been, she's brought this baby to existence by herself. I understand how she can feel real guarded and jaded because of that. I mean, they're literally on a, on a level where she texts him and told him that, that, that the baby was born. And I feel like that was probably the first text she has sent since yeah. he had left. Like they had <laughs> all, so it's like, it's like, yeah, you can't, you, how can you, I mean, yeah, he did feel kind of entitled because he wants to be in the baby's life. He's fighting to be in the baby's life, but. I don't think he understanding her context enough. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a tough situation. Yeah, they're not really seeing each other. But, and that's hard to see somebody else when you're living through your own tough shit as well. So pouring more into that, um, our second piping hot moment is that split scene um, where it was like half Lawrence over here, Condola over here living her life. Kind of like at the same time. Um, that was just one of the favorite scenes of the episode. Lawrence and Condola, um, as we know, they don't really have a parenting plan. As we were just kind of saying, they just out here on vibes, um, text messages and conversations, trying to make it work. Um, so how could they have come about this differently, though? Like, we know she found out she was pregnant basically right after they broke up. But if they had the chance to do it over again, how do you see it could have been better? Uh, it would have been better if he had a war condom. I mean, look, I mean, <laughs> he's, let's just, the kids, the kids. Uh, he could have been there, I guess, you know, but I don't see, I'm trying to kind of remember how they left off. Cause I don't think they left off on good terms. Cause he was, he was kind of back with Issa at that point. And I mean, he knew he had a baby on the way. To me, it's not it's not her responsibility to make sure that you're in his life. It's your responsibility. And you can't just come in here like you've been around the whole time when you haven't. Yeah. And I, I just think, I just think, it, I, I try to defend my guy and it's hard this episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just, he, he just has to communicate. Communication is the key. They just got to communicate more. Would you have gone to the ba- to that birthday party with Condola? Like, do you think they should have went as a family like they did? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, that because was- that's a that's a that's a fake reality. Like y'all are trying. Like, you think y'all just gonna make it one day? Like y'all. I mean, maybe she was trying to test to see if it happened, but I don't think that. And I think, see, that's the that's the thing. I think she wants to, if she's gonna be like with Lawrence, she has to be with Lawrence. But Lawrence doesn't want to like have to be with her necessarily. Like I think she wants the family <laughs> dynamic. Whereas, I still love him. 
where she wants the family dynamic, whereas he kind of just wants to be a baby daddy, if that makes sense. Hmm. I thought she just wanted to go as like a unit, like as Elijah's parents, we're gonna go do this together. I don't really think she wants him. I'm just marinate on it. She's not giving. I just think she. I think she wants the family aspect. Yeah, but I don't think she. It wants just gives me the vibe. The vibes from last season gives me gives me that she wants that family that family thing. But he was about to propose and she said no. Like if she wanted Lawrence to be her husband, he could have been by now. Let's see. Okay. I do like Kelly and her comment about her and her friends thriving in abundance. Um, great standout moment. Do you think, why did Lawrence ask? Why did he ask her how the other people in her life were doing? You think he's still, do you think he's still like getting over Issa or, you know, want to check in with her? For some odd reason, uh, during these five seasons, well, let's say four, he just hasn't been able to get over Issa. So, I mean, he was trying to check and see. He was trying to check the tone and see what Issa was up to. Kelly didn't give him nothing back, but that's what he was doing. He was trying to check the tone and see, you know, what was going on. And I'm just telling you from a man's perspective. <laughs> he was just trying to check the tone. Yeah, that's what he felt like. Um, hopefully we get to see. I thought it was a little odd that Issa and Molly weren't there. Um, but hopefully we get to see whatever else they were doing or something. Um, in another episode. Okay, so our third piping hot moment, Condola admits that she doesn't trust Lawrence. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure that was a big stinger to him as we saw they started arguing after that. So, first off, um, do you think that Lawrence was being ambitious anyway? Like, we just kind of talked about, touched on earlier how you said that Condola is the one physically with the baby, so she does have a little more weight in the situation. But here, Lawrence is trying to do what he thinks is a good thing and spending time with his son, giving her a break. But was it a little too ambitious or what? Like, why Condola got, why do you think Condola would feel that way? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's a little bit too ambitious in his uh, trying to get, trying to be the father. You know, uh, he, I believe if she gives, if, I believe if he gives her time, she'll adjust. And you know what I'm saying? Just, you just, you, you kind of just moving too fast for her. And, you know, as much as men want to be the, you know, the man, you can and you can in this situation because you don't have, I mean, you have rights, but you don't have a child. So you have to like kind of step back and give her some time to, um, and I think that's what he's, that, I think that's what he's going to do now. I think that's where, he, I think that's where he's at. I think he's going to just kind of step back and give her some time to uh, kind of find herself and kind of get used to the baby and everything. And then, you know. As time goes on, he's going to try and, you know, be a father, but it's just going to take time. I can see that. Um, so why do you think the airplane scene, like the turbulence on the airplane, do you do you feel like it rocked him or like had an impact on him? Uh, I mean, it had to have some type of impact on him because they showed it to us. But because uh, <laughs> I like. <laughs> Watching the but, show. Uh... <laughs> But no, it had to have some type of impact on him. I mean, I've always seen like stuff like that happen on TV shows and stuff, and it never really clicked me like why turbulence or like almost dying shows you something different. So I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know what it showed him. I don't know. I can't uh -huh. tell you. I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was like a little. I don't know because I don't. I don't see how you can equate that. Like that's death. I mean, you know, I know he wants to be a father to his child, but. 
I don't know. Some kind of way it just kind of told him to slow down. So where do you think he and Condola will go from here? Like, once he got back home, they had their little conversation on the phone. Where do you think it'll, they'll go from here? I think that Lawrence now knows that... Uh, and that's the sucky part about it, is that it's a situation that he can't control. Um, most of the situations in his life he has full control over, but this is one that he's going to have to... Like I said, he's going to have to kind of step back and humble himself so that uh, he can be a father to his child. Because I think that's one of the most important things to him right now is being a father to his child. So, yeah, it's just a situation that he's not in control of. He's not used to not being in control of the situation. Okay. This, yeah, it's pretty important. I agree. Um, everybody's going to have to give a bit. Like, Condola's going to have to give. Trust is earned, but she's going to have to allow him to earn it. And she has to recognize that it's still his baby. Like, at the end of the day, she can't, like, keep him or keep them apart. And she's not trying to, like, thankfully. She, not, she don't seem to be using the baby to do anything evil. I didn't think she would anyway. But, okay. Wishing them well. I'm sure we'll figure out how they figure it out or whatever happens. <laughs> um, but now we're going to get into some games and guesses. So, in honor of Elijah Mustafa's. Um, debut in the world. Give me a baby name for like the following couples and their babies. So if Issa and Lawrence had ended up having a baby girl per se, what would their name what would her name be? Lawrence Jr. For a girl? Lawrence Jr. Oh my God. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um if Kelly had a baby. Now, we saw her at this birthday party saying she don't even like kids, but here she is for her goddaughter. So, if she had a baby, let's say a boy, what do you think she'd name it? Something like Rashad or um, LaShawn, something like that. Something <laughs> something with, like, a syllable and a name. <laughs> like Names have syllables. What do you mean? You mean like an S? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, La Sean, like that's like that's the first part of the name being La Sean or Rashad or yeah, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay. Last, if Molly and Andrew, her boyfriend from last season, if they had a little girl, what do you think they name it? Capricia. Capricia. Something like that. Something like something like that. Something like. <laughs> I don't want to say champagne, but something like expensive, but kind of ghetto. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, that's what I go with. I can't think of nothing, but like, something like a, something like a, something like a, something like a, Alize, maybe? No, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't name that baby. No, Alize. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Babies, that's all I'll say. <laughs> and now we're going to end with a few guesses. So, do you think Lawrence is going to end up getting to use that crib that he bought and put together at his house? Do you think you're going to get to use that? Absolutely. Okay. With and the next baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And do you think Issa and Lawrence are going to cross paths again? Like, was that our last time seeing them together now that they broke up, split, seem to be doing well on their own or well as can be? I honestly wish it was, but knowing how this is gonna go is probably not i just I, you know i agree i think i wish it was the last time they'd ever see each other i mean you know ever saw each other but the last time we saw them together on the show i do think right it, but i don't think it'll it is 
they gonna end up having some type of come like she gonna see him at the grocery store with the baby or something i feel like something gonna happen he should have never went back <laughs> with isa Okay. Yeah, should have just left her alone. She was a cheater. We won. You won, man. You won, bro. You you won, bro. Like now, now we not now the Lawrence Hive is hard. Now we up against the fence trying to defend you, and we it's hard, man. You're making it hard for. Us. You can. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to ride so hard. But uh, I respect your stance. Go ahead, then. Um, but that is gonna wrap up today's episode thank you jason so much for being my guest today helping me recap this um everybody watching please remember that you can also listen to this podcast wherever they are found spotify anchor soundcloud all that jazz um and i will be right back here next week recapping episode four bye